Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. It's been a long summer, but the leaves once again fall, and with autumn comes longer nights that beg for darker tales. And to fill those long, cold evenings, I've launched a brand new podcast called Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terrors is a nostalgic horror anthology series that is as fun as it is dark. Join three friends as they delve into a forgotten corner of storytelling history and bring to light the darker depths yet still hidden in those often untraveled corners. Subscribe, listen, and review Tiny Terrors wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain, the fog, and the trees of a town called The Fort. Events that take place in The Fort are not suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised. in the woods. Ah, what games are you playing at, Richter? Close the goddamn door, you're letting in the cold. Listen to me. I, I swear it. I, I saw it. I saw as sure as I see you now looking at me like I'm a bloody fool. That's because you are a bloody fool. There's no such thing as monsters. Oh no. Trust me. There is. And I saw one. I saw it out there. Just, just as the sun was setting. In the twilight, I saw it, grinding its horns against the, the trunk of a tree, sharpening them. I, I saw its eyes, red and glowing, like hellish embers. It turns to me, stamping at the ground, and I knelt, took aim, and I shot it. I, I, I know I did. I, I felt the ball leave the musket, and I damn near lost my hearing when it wailed. But... My shot, it had no effect, but to incense the terrible thing. Impossibly fast, I, I panicked, I threw my musket at the creature, and only managed to survive by diving into a nearby thicket. Why, is that so? I'm telling you, it was nothing I had ever seen before. I mean, what unsettled me most was the sound it made, like a, a dozen hogs being slaughtered all at once. There! There it is! Oh, come on. It's just the wind. The hell it is! What? What is that? <laughs> In, the town. in one panicked heap of limbs, the Halifax Saloon's patrons spewed into the street, cramming their way through the open double doors and into the cold rain. The hardened men and women of the fort, pioneers who'd battled their way west and built their own homes and streets and forged their own laws, who'd made peace with their new world, all stood in stunned silence as they peered into the dark, observing what destruction was visible, feeling the panic building in the air as shouts and screams of terror stabbed at the night. Richter Collins, knowing too well what crashed through town made way for a warm table near the welcoming hearth, already throwing up his fingers to order a pint in protest, while a man named Wyatt Statler pushed past unsettled patrons to reach the open doorway of the saloon, blocking Richter's way. Afraid your evening's not over yet. No, absolutely not. I've got the musket, but you, you've laid eyes on the creature. If it's in town, 
and the woman and children are in danger. If it's a feral or starving hog, it's best we put it down. No. No. I'm, I'm nothing but a bloody fool, remember? It's up to you, better men, to go and hunt this unnatural creature. The beast, the creature, the monster. <laughs> I'd say it's likely a hungry hog who roamed a little far from familiar grounds. Maybe took a swipe at you, seeing an easy meal. See, Richter, I don't believe you. Not one bit. If you were carrying a musket, where'd it go? You can't honestly tell me you dropped it in the terror of the moment. Why were you out in the woods alone after dark? What business did you have out there? No, I don't believe you one bit. But these folks, they believe you. If only a little. And the folks about, just trying to settle down for the evening. They're scared out of their wits. The darkness makes monsters out of field mice. Well, don't be glib now. Don't leave us in the dark. Either illuminate us, or ease the panic. But don't you go off thinking you're free to sink into a cup and just be done with it. As Richter moved to push past the imposing man, Wyatt shifted his weight and moved to once again block Richter's retreat. I don't think you heard me. Afraid your evening's not over yet. And I've got the musket. Wyatt repeated himself as he adjusted the firearm slung over his shoulder. Richter stepped back, pulling far enough away from the larger man to give him peace of mind. Suddenly, the monster out in the night was the second most threatening force that had interloped trampling forcefully through his otherwise unremarkable evening. I'm not sure what you saw, or why you'd go about inciting panic, but I intend to track the damn thing, and you're coming with me. I can track it in the mud, its hoof prints are all about, but you're gonna be my second, and watch my back. Hello? 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 Hello there? Uh, excuse me, do, do, do you think I... I mean, could, could, could I... Um, huh. <clears throat> uh, I, I would quite like to come. In unison, both Richter and Wyatt turned to look at Joshua Mueller. He looked childlike and impish next to the two of them. <sighs> well, come on then, the both of you. trio made their way cautiously down an ill-defined trail, the imprint of massive cloven hooves crisscrossing the muddy path and trampled greenwood. Their torches hissed and sputtered, flickering unconfidently in the incessant rain. I, I, I can't go on 
We shouldn't be carrying on like this. Richter's words leapt from the darkness, unexpectedly tearing the thick silence amongst the men. Keep walking. Wyatt, you... You don't understand. This is suicide. He is right, Wyatt. This does feel wrong. You interrupted my peace and my pint, screaming, Monster, monster! Everybody look at me. You back out now, after I've come all this way, and out of the goodness of my heart, by God, I swear! Wyatt swung the torch about, finding the face of Richter in his warm, fluttering glow. Keep your wits about you. You claimed you took aim and struck it with your shot. It's likely we'll come across it sooner rather than later. I shot it point blank. But that didn't slow it down. For God's sake, there wasn't even any blood. I know. I know I felt the lead ball leave the musket. I heard it strike the beast. But it didn't slow it. Not one bit. Wyatt, please. L- listen to what he's telling you, Wyatt. In-, in your own wise words, be wary of the wounded animal. A coyote is prone to gnaw its own leg off to escape a snan. What, what, what do we think will happen if we finally corner the creature? And it, it truly is as terrifying in nature as Richter claims. Joshua, if Wyatt wants to feign some level of composure, let him. Got something you want to say? In fact, I do. Why offer to lead the hunt if I'm hysterical? Why entertain my lunacy and lies? Come on now. You heard it. It's cries. You heard them. You're seeing them too. The tracks, how deep they sink into the mud. The trampled brush. The gored trunks. Just look at this path of destruction. You've hunted boar before, Wyatt. How would you say this compares? Nothing I haven't seen before. Really? No, Joshua. Not really. Not at all. He's deluded. Puffed up and proud, drunk on his own arrogance, and he wants to go dragging us into the night, too stubborn to admit that these tracks outside, any made by any wild little boar, the markings on the tree are too deep. For God's sake, the size of the tusks and the depth of the markings, Wyatt knows it. Either he's lying to himself, or he plans to use us as bait. The chill crept in. And the sound of rain dominated the darkness once more as Wyatt felt Richter's words ring true in his ears. Well, I think... <clears throat> I think that we should... I, I I think that we should work together and put aside our differences to focus on the task at hand. No, no sense in panicking. There's no turning back now. Right, Wyatt? I, I also, though, think we should also be wary... Uh, perhaps there is validity to what Richter says. Uh, I've always known him to be an honest man. And courageous. Oh, God, it's the devil himself! A, a demon sent to test us, to, to goad us deeper into the woods and away from safety. Huh. Which is it, then? The devil or a demon? This is this is wrong. Please, Wyatt, let's go back now. Wait till till daylight. Gather more who will join our hunt. Away from the Halifax for fifteen minutes, and you're shaking like a leaf. Look at you. You're not built for this. You're soaked through and freezing from a little rain. I'm afraid, Wyatt. 
and I am man enough to admit I am trembling from the fear, not the cold. Oh, is that why you came? To prove you're man enough? Or was it a little lady back at the Halifax you were trying to impress? What? No, I just wanted to help. Oh, did you now? I've never known you to be helpful. Come to think of it, I don't really know you at all. How about you, Richter? Do you know who this little sprig of a man is? Well, well maybe. I thought uh, uh, if I came out, we, well, we, uh, we caught the, um... Oh, go on and say it, you little weasel. Mo monster? All right. We slay the beast. Then what? Well, then, may maybe, uh, I could ask. Ask? Ask what? Ask a girl to go with you. Let me guess. Helen Blackleach. You always had a thing for her. Ratty hair, deranged eyes, and teeth like a... Stop it! Or what? Are you... Dear God, are you... Are you crying? I thought we could be friends. Ha! <laughs> you what? Why are you laughing? Stop laughing, it's not funny. You came out hunting a monster to make friends? Well, I... I, I suppose, well, yes. I thought that perhaps... Well, my father always spoke so fondly of the days he spent when the port was little more than a stack of sticks in the mud. He, he, he used to tell me stories about the hardships, all the, the clever ways he overcame them, and well, until the day he died, he cherished the friendships bonded by those trials, and, well, all the best books have protagonists who are forced to rise to the occasion, forced to, to shoulder the burden of a terrible task. <laughs> <laughs> well, although saying it out loud, I, I, I can see how silly it might seem, but I thought... Well, you, you know. Well, you sold me. Anyone who can make me laugh like that is more than welcome to share a drink with me. <sighs> I think you ought to spend a little less time with your nose in the books, though. As the hunters made their way cautiously along the slippery trail, leading them only further into the woods... Tendrils of fog illuminated by the weak yellowed lights of their torches grew and spread between the trees, hiding the forest floor. Far up the path, the wailing persisted, drawing the men closer. Each step into the gloom saw the men's courage seep slowly away the further from town they ventured. Wyatt stopped abruptly and Joshua, fueled by his paranoia, ducked low as if to hide himself behind the larger man ahead of him. The trio were all experienced outdoorsmen in one way or another, all having some practice in the harsh weathers and rough terrains of the fort and its surrounding area. Even Joshua had applied himself and his interests, learning the names of trees and plants and what can be used to hurt and heal. But as the fog spread, and whipped itself about into a nearly impenetrable shroud. The sounds of the night felt sharp, and the idea that they were well prepared disappeared. 
great caution was taken as the group's pace slowed to a crawl. Joshua, Wyatt, and Richter knew the dangers of an injured animal, and the unnatural descriptions given back at the Halifax weather believable to all those involved called for patience in their hunt. What is it? What's the matter? The, uh, the tracks. What about them? They circle around and off into the underbrush. Perhaps it's finding a peaceful place to pass away. Well, Wyatt, ready to admit it then? Admit what? The tracks loop back as if whatever made them has circled round to catch us unaware. Unaware? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm grasping what it is you're saying exactly. Wild boars. They don't think like that. They don't move like that. No. They don't. You say we're, we're being what? Outflanked? God damn it. We're being a snarling hog trampled the soggy earth with its hooves as it landed, and Joshua's knees buckled from the vibration sent through the mud as the animal continued forward, allowing its momentum to carry it careening into Wyatt Statler. Richter watched as Wyatt's neck whiplashed as the weight of the creature drove him into the mud. <laughs> His eyes rolled back as the hungry teeth of the creature tore at his belly. One arm bent at a nauseating angle pinned under an enormous hoof as Wyatt reached, barely conscious and idly clawed at the fur knowing only that his arm was trapped. The monster lifted its chin, pulling with it the parts of Wyatt that should have remained in him. Richter could see the massive tusks protruding from either side of its mouth. Doused in blood, its snout greedily sucking and sniffing at the air. Wyatt had been right. It was a wild boar. But Richter had also been correct that nothing about the beast was natural. Its fur was longer and matted in thick tufts, while the skin on the side of its belly was nearly translucent and gray, so thin and oddly fragile looking that Richter swore he could see through it as he watched its belly wriggle about like a pit of snakes swallowed whole. The torchlight danced in its milky white eyes, and it huffed and it snorted as rank spittle thick and viscous fell freely from the corners of its drooping, gigantic maw. The monstrous muscles in its shoulders flexed and bulged in the dim light of Richter's lone torch, and Joshua fell to his knees at the sight of Wyatt being chewed and ripped apart. A horrified grin stretched across his face with only his eyes stuck on the sight open too wide beginning to cry to betray him. He leaned back on the heels of his feet bent underneath him as he let his shoulders fall slack and his head bob. 
Amidst the fog, Richter could see the yellow reflection of Wyatt's drop torch dancing on the barrel of his spit-shined musket before disappearing as he drew it up. The barely conscious man pointed the barrel into the sky as the beast tore at him. Wyatt rested the weight of the gun against the side of the wild boar's head. It wobbled back and forth as his thick fingers struggled to hold the musket's weight and summon the dexterity to pull the trigger. As the beast dug about, wrapping entrails about his mammoth jagged tusks, paying no mind to his supper as it gnawed voraciously, Wyatt, with the last of his shaky, frail strength, as the blood poured out of him, leaving him weak and pale, pulled the trigger tight, sending sparks of lit gunpowder into the air. The booming echoes of the musket shot shook the trees and hung ringing in the air. The beast threw its weight about violently, trying to shake the stinging ring loose from its ears. Squealing and stamping the ground, the hog drove its head into the mud and gored beneath him, trying to dampen the pain of the musket shot. Richter drew a small blade from its sheath on his hip. Compared to the primordial branch-like protrusions, those jagged tusks jutting from the feral pig's mouth, that small blade, Richter's skinning knife, felt futile and childish. All the same, Richter gripped its worn handle and felt the delicate weight of the thin, shallow blade. Richter deftly moved himself between the beast and Joshua. Joshua, you need to get up, and you need to run. Whatever stupidity has struck you, shake it loose. These are the trials that bond us, remember? Richter? No, Joshua, damn it, gather your wits. Someone needs to make it back to town and tell the others what happened here, what is out here. Who better to do that than a friend? Richter, what do you- Damn it, Joshua, run. Go on, just get out of here. Richter struggled to steady his breath as the monster's beady gaze settled on Joshua kneeling on the ground, laughing and patting away at his wet trousers, dumbstruck with terror. Hey! Hey, you! Over here! You ugly bastard, look over here! Joshua shook from his crazed stupor and looked up at Richter, tears welling in his eyes, and a smile trembling into form upon his face. You're still just... What the hell do you think you're doing? Run, run back to town and get help already. Uh, 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 right, right, right. Oh, oh God. Okay. Okay. Here, piggy, piggy. Come on. Good piggy. As the gigantic boar set its eyes on Richter, he felt an invasive chill climb his spine. Slicing at the air with his sliver of a blade, Richter hunched down low, waving his torch until the monstrosity began careening towards him. Come on, good piggy. 
Behind the beast, Wyatt's corpse mangled and mauled to shreds danced a limp and macabre waltz as it bounced off trees and rocks still connected and wrapped about the monster's tusks. Richter bent low, pulling back the blade. Inevitably, he would be taken down and crushed and gored and mauled and pulled apart. But if he timed it right, if he held that unimpressive knife until the right moment, he'd slice it clean open and take that damn pig with him. The nightmarish boar kept its head low as well as it charged Richter with unnatural speed, its hooves hammering the ground. Richter waited and waited, and time slowed to a crawl as he counted the half measures between each thundering hoof until he saw the slightest hesitation, a break in stride so slight he barely registered it and Richter's instincts took over. As the beast prepared its jump, launching itself horizontally, choosing to let momentum carry it crashing through the air and crush the man, Richter dropped low in lunge, closing the distance between them, hoping to find the boar at the height of its arc. The creature, unable to change course, leapt clean over Richter. With a wild overhand swing, Richter plunged the blade forward, hoping and praying that he would feel a snag in his palm as the knife met flesh that his wild gambit had worked. Instead, everything went black, and there was nothing. No monsters. No Richter. Can you hear me? Wake up, oh please, just, just open your eyes. Oh, my head splitting. Oh, oh, no, no, don't touch that. Is that the beast? D never mind that, go and fetch the doctor. They should be with the other search party. Richter, my, my friend, I did it, I got help. Good, Joshua, good for you. A stench, unlike anything Richter had ever smelt, made his eyes water, and a musky acidic taste burnt his tongue. What's... What is that smell? Oh, that's you. Oh, oh, or rather, the boar. Is... Is it dead? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is most definitely dead. You... Well, you gutted it. It got plenty of bottles in it on him as well. Should we, should we get a cloth and, and wipe it away from his mouth and eyes, perhaps? It's, it's in my eyes. Uh, yes, I'm afraid so. It's in me. Well, I'm not sure that's how I would put it, but. Um... <laughs> Are you okay? Maybe. In me. But at least I've not borrowed bones, pawned off flesh. What did he just say? I don't know. I've done terrible things, terrible, terrible, terrible things. But that's the brick and mortar of my home. 
Peter, you're unnerving the others. Let me, let me just hold, hold still a moment. Oh, God, he's burning up. I'm burning the town. What? Richter, you, you need to lay still until the physician arrives. Before I burn up, I'll tear it all down. Doctor, doctor, quickly, please. Something isn't right with him. Be quiet now, you're not well. You need to save your strength. Why, Richter, you, you've... You've cut me. I see you. Take it out, Richter. Please, my friend. Swarm is coming. Richter? It's okay, Richter. Not yourself. But. But I did it. I. I got help. Tear it all down. Before I burn up, I'll tear the fort down. This episode was written, directed, and narrated by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the wonderful Charlie P.S. This episode featured Mike LeBeau as Richter Collins, Alexander J. Newell as Joshua Muller, Harlan Guthrie as Wyatt Statler, and Cole Weavers as the bartender. Sound design assistance by Stefan Indrasano. To find more information, or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website at thetownwhispers.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at The Town Whispers. Join us on Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Visit us on Facebook or email us at thetownwhispers at pulpaudio.ca. The Town Whispers is a serialized horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio, distributed by Callum Doherty of the Rusty Quill Network, and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.